Hello everyone, welcome to Thursday Breakfast with Vossi and Brandy, an absolutely humongous day, afternoon, night in sport cricket at the biggest cricket stadium in the world. The fourth test gets underway this afternoon, you can listen on SEN, Australia and India, um, should Australia win, two all series result, incredible series that it's been. What will the pitch be? Which pitch will they use? The skullduggery continues. And then, of course, tonight, NRL round number two kicks off. You can listen to this on SEN. Of course, you can watch it on Fox League. It is the Panthers and the Rabbitohs. That's a humongous showdown where, I, I don't know, I'm looking at Brandy closely. I, I reckon I reckon he's sweating. I, I reckon there's a bead of sweat. If I'm a Penrith fan... See, I've locked in my tips already, and I'll declare my hand early. We'll put all our tips out on the table after 8 o'clock this morning. The only thing stopping me tipping South Sydney is, in my head, I'm saying, Penrith can't lose three games in a row at home. Nah, can't, can't. Can they? Can they, having lost the World Club Challenge by one, having lost to the Broncos by one, could they lose again at home? That's That's the impediment that is stopping me right at the moment putting a big, bold circle around South Sydney. Greg Alexander, nervous about tonight? Got reason to be? Uh, Vossi, Vossi, good morning. It, the, well, they're playing the side that I think can make the grand final. Actually, the, the, these are the two sides that when we had to do our tips pre-season, these are the two sides that I think will play the grand final. Now, they've played some big games in recent times. Um, of course, the 21 grand final played up there at Suncorp Stadium last year's Grand final qualifier was a was a fantastic game. They've, gee, they've played some good games in the last few years. Um, of course, I'm of course I'm concerned about this game because Souths are a red hot side. They've got some players that were great, and uh, as I said, I think Souths will get to that big game at the end of the year because of the improvement of some of their players. And one that stood out like a beacon last Saturday night against the Sharks was Lachlan Ilias. All of a sudden, you you realise that Souths weren't so dependent on their left side. And quite often on, on Saturday night against the Sharks, it went Murray, Ilias, Campbell Graham, Keon Kaloa Matangi down that right side. And, and they were a big threat. And they were more productive in terms of try scoring line breaks than the left side. So, yes, Penrith have got a yes, game ahead of them. Right. It's a massive <laughs> challenge. Yeah, you won't want to miss it. As I say, uh, SEN broadcasting the match. So t- t- this afternoon, I mean, today's the play. You know, you got, you've only got, you, we don't have any decision to make. You just leave it on SEN. You get the SEN app. You make sure that you're tuned in. And then, of course, you're in a position to watch it on Fox League tonight. We'll have the call of that as well. Penrith and South Sydney. For our Thursday threesome today, how about we plant this seed with you? You have to come up with who wins the cricket in how many days. That's the first tip, Okay. The second one, you have to come up with a rugby league bet. So definitely has to be at least one. And your third is like a plus one. It can be from anywhere. It can be another rugby league uh, facet. It could be super rugby. It could be A-league. It could be whatever you like. Whatever you want to throw into the third one for the Thursday threesome. Gamble responsibly, of course. Uh, Cricket, I'll throw that straight at you, Brandy. Who wins in how many Mm. days? Oh boy, gee! I, see, I, I think we might have, we might have got the, the the Indians last last test a little bit complacent. They 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 Ooh. cleaned us up in the first two tests in very short time. Uh, I think it'll go. There's still a little bit of a mystery surrounding the ri- wicket. I, I heard Steve Smith mm. talking about it yesterday. They still they still don't know which they which prepare, wicket they're, they're preparing two. They're preparing yes. two. 
No, so so that doesn't help my predictions. Um, so yeah. I'm, I'm going to lock in four days uh, yeah. and India win. Ooh. I feel like a traitor. Yeah, yeah, I, I think you are. I am like going to... I, I'm, I'm on the Australian... But now we're yeah. talking money. <laughs> this, is, this is my last 10. My last 10's on this. Yeah. This la- your last 10's on that alone, that part of it, that well, component. Well, my well, last 10's on this threesome. I'm going Australia in three. I reckon something's going to oh, happen. Oh, okay. Big. Australia in three. three Nathan Australia Lyon three. the uh, destroyer? Well, it might be Kooterman. might be Kooterman. Uh I... I think that uh, our listeners will have a crack. Uh, the Thursday threesome. So, test result in how many days? A rugby league special and a plus one into the Thursday threesome. Get on uh, the tipping on uh, the Motorola open line, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. But, of course, it's not official unless we play the official line, is it? Hello, Moto. And, of course, we've got the Edgewater Homes uh, text line, 0457 736 736. Uh, it's great to have Edgewater Homes on board. Check them out, edgewaterhomes.com.au. Uh, their completed homes are now selling in the Catherine Park estate. So our text line, 0457 736 736. But uh, Motorola, you can also go to their website, check out the latest smartphones from motorola.com.au. Brandy, I'll throw, throw uh, the concussion debate today. Yep. We will have a good mate of the program on, Dr. Antonio DiDio. We've loved having um, Dr. Online, uh, Antonio, previously. Spells it out in layman's terms. His background, um, he's lifelong rugby league fan. Not that that should influence anything, but he was the North Sydney uh, doctor at one point. Um, he's been a Dragon supporter all his life. He'll remind us of that when he comes on air. Uh, but he's been uh, chief across different medical bureaus around the country. Now... We're going to throw at him and, and let the listeners come go? on board wondered, with... Did, did, yes. Just on Dr. DiDio, how did that yes. go as a North Sydney doctor but a, but a Mad Dragons fan? Yeah, I, well, that's... There wouldn't be many doctors out there that are part of their club setup that mm. aren't fans of the club that they're at. Ooh, right. I oh, would, is that right? Well, yeah, that, Martin that, Martin that just seems... Yeah. Well, it's a little bit rare. Well, ask him that. That can be your first question. That can be the burning <laughs> issue. But I think our listeners might have bigger fish to fry with the doctor. So if you've got any question around our protocols in the NRL, the HIA protocols, he is the man to throw it at. Now, um, and that will include um, thoughts on what is the appropriate amount of time for stand down. You know, we had Jared Waitley on yesterday talking about, you know, 10, 12 days AFL. Which um, we haven't what got. Is the right, what's the right amount of time to be off the field? Uh, if you yep. pass a test, do you still have to wait the full 15 minutes? You know, in the case of some last week. So so any questions you've got, fire them in. And we will have the good doctor on the program later this morning. 0457 736 736. What's the, what's the chat, Brandy? Um, you, and I, you are in yeah. a family of, 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 of boys as well that, that play the game. I mean, mm-hmm. what's the chat about where we're at at the moment? Gus, of course, has been vocal. And, and every day there's been uh, retorts back at Gus, it must be said. But what's... what's mm. What are you feeling uh, about HIA? And is there faith in the system? Do you think we can do things better? Uh, well, no one likes change. Change always, and and this is a change. Like this is the independent doctor. All of a sudden, is is spotting players that knock their heads through a game and taking them off the field. And this is a new, like this is a new part of the concussion um, story that we're going through as a game, Vossi. And and there's always some resistance to change 
when things don't happen the way that you think they should happen. And obviously, there's people out there that aren't happy with what's happening at the moment. So uh, in terms of how I feel as a parent, I would say if you went and interviewed every parent of all the NRL, 400 NRL players that play every weekend Mm. and all the the hundreds of kids that play and, and men that play in the New South Wales Cup, and the, the jersey flag, and the SG ball, and the Harold mats, and they play every weekend. If you yep. interviewed those thousand parents, I don't think there'd be many that would say, uh, could you leave my son on the field after a head knock, please? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, but I think you're probably right, Brown. I think you speak words of wisdom there. Um, I think that's a fair read. What? How, how do you think it would be taken then, um, and, and probably bigger impact is NRL level, quite obviously, if we brought yes. in the stand-down policy. See, we've got an instance this week. So, Tavita Tatola, Junior Tatola's not playing for the Rabbitohs tonight. Wasn't considered after yep. his concussion last week. Scott Sorensen tonight isn't playing. Victor Radley, Victor Radley is down to play. Still, still question mark Saturday. over Victor. Yeah, well, he's so, got to pass his protocols. That's, but that, that's right. Do, do we introduce a mandatory yeah. stand-down? And I, How I, do you think that would be accepted? Well, it wouldn't. Like there, there would be there would be parts of the the game that wouldn't accept it. Mm. Not every not everyone will accept it, Bossy, and and that's obvious uh, from the discussions that have been ongoing over the last week. Not everyone will accept a mandatory stand down. Um, I I I think I would if if they said you're you're out for eight days, which rule, which would rule you out of any game that you played in. I think. If you played on a Thursday and then Sunday, like say nine yeah. days, say you had to miss a game, um, I, I'd, 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 I'd support it. Well, this is all questions for the doctor, of course, but you know it's been mooted. Twelve day stand down. Now, twelve day stand down. Put it into reality. If you were concussed in a Sunday game round one, mm. and your team, well, you miss next weekend, quite obviously. But if your team's playing the Thursday night round three, you miss that game as well. You missed two games right. on a 12-day mandatory stand-down. So we'll we'll discuss that as well. Uh, your thoughts welcomed right here on the uh, Motorola open line, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. We know you're busy, so the best way is to fire in the uh, Edgewater Homes text, 0457-736-736. Joey Johns talked up Lachlan Ilias today in the uh, Sydney Morning Herald, said that he might have to start being in the conversation for Origin if Nathan Cleary wasn't right. He's got, this was the quote, Nathan Cleary will be the New South Wales halfback for the next six or seven years, provided he's fit. Behind him, Mitchell Moses, next cab off the rank, but I reckon Ilias has put himself right in the conversation just behind Moses. Your rating yeah. of Lachlan Ilias as a former top halfback, Brandy, where, where have you got oh, Lachlan gee. right at the moment? Well, well, that was that was clearly his best game on Saturday night against the Sharks, Fossey, and I guess you want to see more of that happen. And um, But Lachlan Ilias, I, I couldn't have been, you know, I couldn't have, Praised him any more for what he did against the Sharks on Saturday night. It was a, it was a first class performance. Um, you know, he was just a tick behind Daly Cherry Evans for the Player of the Round. So enormous growth, uh, which is another reason why I thought Souths would have a a good season before it all got underway. Uh, the growth of Lachlan Ilias got a first grade, got a a season under his belt last year, and only one game. So he's only he's only twenty you know, twenty five games into his career. Um, yep. But went through a tough time last year at, at certain periods. Got taken off the field, which everyone made, everyone made a lot of. But um, he's, he's a player and he's strong. 
He's very strong. He's a strong runner of the ball. He's a very good defender. Did you see some of his, some of his defence? Mm, yeah, yeah. On yeah. Teague Wilton last week? Yeah. Very good. Now, if you're going to play Origin Vossi, uh, you've got to be a good defender to start with. Uh, and well, I can then tell it goes you, from I, there. I spoke with uh, Lachlan in the off-season, and it, one of the things he said that has helped his growth uh, and to where he is right now, playing for Greece at the World Cup. Well, he had to be a leader. You know, he's among a bunch of nuffies, basically, you know, an inexperience. And Lachlan Ilias was seen as the, the great white hope. You know, go, go out there and do your thing. You've played NRL, you, you lead us. And he was very good. He was very good leading the team around with very little experience around him. And that was part of his, uh, his growth into this season. Uh, now, mystery surrounds the Tigers and John Bateman after he was again not named. R- rumours persist that he has an ankle injury, while the club's most recent explanation was that he was still acclimatising and getting to know the Tigers. Um, who should help him? Who should help John? Show him around the Tigers? Do they call in a former great? Do they get Ciro on board? Does Blocker and Ciro take John uh, Kerry Hemsley? Who, who do they get? Steve Edmund, just a collection of old players or current players? Is there a... A tour host, we'll get one of the Dado brothers. What do we do to help John Bateman acclimatise to Sydney and the West Tigers? Any suggestions, listeners? 0457 736 736. I definitely think we need our, the help of our listeners on this one, Vossi. Um, to get to know your fellow Tigers, um, mm. you know, how, how does he do that? We, we, we need some help. And you're right, acclimatising. Um, and who's a good tour guide? There's, uh, well, what would you play? Sure, a night jolly. of Twister? A night of Twister? Well, would that be good? Well, or, you know, I, Scrabble night? I Trivial don't pursuit, know. Those sorts of games? Board game night? Would that work? Or could it be the ankle? <laughs> that would be a bit out there, wouldn't it? That would be a bit out there. Uh, so you can have your say on that one. Look, we're going to touch on a few other things this morning. Blake Ferguson, want to put our uh, bite into that story later on, saying that the NRL's not helping him fix his snoz. Um, the, the, the fourth test, as we've mentioned, it is huge. Uh, the Marsh Cup, we, we, it's it's slept, it, it's it's gone under the radar for about the last seven years, but um, yesterday West I watched Australia it. And, and, did you? Wow! I watched it yesterday. I didn't watch it all, but I watched a, a, a good chunk of it and watched WA put up an unbelievable total. Vossi seven for three hundred and eighty-seven, Inglis one hundred and thirty-eight of one hundred and ten, mm. Bancroft ninety, Mitch Marsh fifty-six off thirty, Ashton Agar twenty-six off fifteen. Um, they gave South Australia no chance to chase those runs. It was, uh, and they fell the a Marsh long Cup. way short. You watch the Marsh Cup at home then. I did. Just I did. I know. Put the that's feet up. Watching the Marsh. That's what and, the Tigers and, done. And I was Bateman. busy yesterday too. I, I, yeah. I had a busy day. I, I went out and watched the uh, went out and watched the Panthers captains run yesterday mm. morning uh, at ten o'clock. Mm. I met a guy. I met a guy. He was uh, from oh. Portland, Oregon. Yeah. And he was a huge. Panthers fan, and I thought I said, what? "Wow, that's we, that's really." I said, "This is really rare," and he said, yes. "Greg, I've always wanted to meet you," and his name was Greg. So I then found out, Vossi, that his dad was an exchange teacher back in 1990. So his dad came out and taught uh, in Penrith, and a you. Penrith teacher yeah. went to Portland, Oregon. Mm. He was he spent the 1990 season in Penrith. And he showed me photos of himself in his Penrith jersey. He had that Penrith jersey with him that I signed wow. yesterday. Wow! Get out so, of town. That's Vossi, amazing it was, story. It was, and he presented show. me with he presented me with a Seattle Mariners baseball shirt with uh, Ken Griffey on town. the back. Yeah. Get out! What a story! 
What a story. Get him on the show. Greg, uh, your little twang, Greg. Greg. Get Greg on the show, show today. That'd be great. So he, so he, came, he came down uh, and then he came to, um, came to the captain's run and he met Nathan and Ivan and it was like his Christmases had just, like he's a, tra- he's a tragic Panthers supporter. And he's there tonight? I assume he's there tonight, is he? At the game? He, he, he went to the Brisbane game and he's there tonight. So the reason he came out, Vossi, is that he heard that the stadium was going to be pulled down. And and so he said, <laughs> I had to come out. Was it? <laughs> yeah, he said, I had to come out and get have one more taste of, of Panthers Stadium. And the first thing he said is, where's the, where's the scoreboard? Where's the big cat scoreboard? Where's the Panthers? Yeah, he did say wow. that. He did say that? that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Have you say That's an amazing story. Uh, on the open line, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Text zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. Ramp it up. Ramp it up. Brandy's got the football desk ready to go as well. We're going to rip into your opinions and hear them and dissect them and debate them in just a moment. Uh Vossi, the Edgewater Homes text line is busy. Um, Bakes says, morning, boys. I'll take John Bateman for a pub, pub crawl around Balmain to help him acclimatise. Yes, that's, nice. a, that's a good idea, Bakes. Um, we need a local chef to show John Bateman around Sydney. That way he can also teach him what to do with a wooden spoon. Says oh, a penalty shark. That's nice. Your dad, one round in the sea. You the Tigers, hey. No, go to buggery, Michael Carianis, please. Uh, Brandy. This one for you. I take it Greg is still at Panthers partying like it's 1990. Bob from Rockdale. So Greg, you know, yeah, for a while. Yeah, Bob. Yeah, well, he, he's, I well, not he's having, having a lash while he's been out here, Greg. But So you were saying Greg from Portland of Oregon, uh, was he here the following year when you win the comp? It's a 1990. It's a no. big grand final year. No. No. Right. No. Uh. But he took me through the 1990 season, reminded me of many yeah. games that I'd forgotten about. He had a photographic yeah. memory about what game, what yeah. happened at Penrith Park sorry, that but year. I, your your new American buddy. Uh, I'm just saying, mm. you know, 1990. You don't win the comp. Then he comes out all the way from Portland, Oregon. You play Brisbane. You lose. He's going to be at the Rabbitohs tonight. I'm thinking. Bad juju. I'm thinking he could be a bad bit juju. Of a, I think he's bad juju. This guy. This guy's <laughs> bad juju. <laughs> South to win tonight. Uh, Sorry, buddy. Sorry, pal. Um, this one. If they bring in mandatory HIA stand down, then we'll have to go to the NFL system two weeks break before grand final. Says Andy. Now that's that's. Probably not out of the question what Andy is saying mm. that uh, two week grand final might be uh, the break could be the consequence of um, something like that coming to place. It would be an awful shame to miss a grand final um, based on an HIA. But I suppose if you're consistent across the board right through the season, then everyone knows about it. Could you rot That's it? That's right. It, it, uh, well, is it is it like tearing a hamstring? Like you tear a hamstring, you're out. You're out. It's an injury. It's an injury. Good point. Good point. Um, This one. Hey, Uh, gents, regarding New South Wales origin halfback, if Cleary is injured, would you consider Adam Reynolds if if he continues playing the way he did last weekend? All right, hypothetical. I'll throw it at Brandy. Cleary's out. Origin one's being played next week. Who's the halfback? Mm -hmm. Uh, Probably Mitch Moses. Mm -hmm. Right now. Yep. Mitch Moses. There you go. There's your answer. There's your answer. Um, can I ask you, Brandy, in all honesty, and I probably should have done this off here, but Jay the Bookman, mm. you got concerns about Jay at the moment, his form, his early season form? Are you seeing... What, does he need you know, Does he need a, a stand-down period, or...? Do we... Well, <laughs> you think there's... Do you think he's been <laughs> the victim of, of a concussion that you don't know about? Well, mandatory stand-down. 
But wait, it, where is Jay? It's twenty. It's, it's nearly six thirty. Is he? Is he up? Uh, oh, there he is. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, that's our build-up. I don't. Th- I don't think Jay's ever been under more pressure. I, in fact, if I was to do a poll, is Penrith under more pressure? Is the Tigers, Bulldogs? Jay the Bookman probably comes out on top. Jay from Dimmicks at Rouse Hill. Um, welcome to Thursday. Please deliver. Yeah, guys, my printer broke down, and in the shed I had an old one I used in the 1980s, and I managed to hook it up, but it just keeps printing out page after page that says, I just can't get enough, I just can't get enough, I just can't get enough, I just can't get enough. Does anyone know how to take me out of Depeche Mode? I just can't get enough. That's in my head now. That might be Vossi okay, Jay. this morning. Thanks, He's back. Wasn't back, it necessarily back, funny, back but very interesting. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> news. Please come. News, news, news. Vanessa, thank you. We're here for Bryden's Lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness. Contact Bryden's Lawyers. And don't forget about Bryden's Lawyers. Your verdict. Pick one NRL winner each week for the chance to win $2,500. If you've got, if you were knocked out in round one, you can re-register now. It's sensurvivor.com.au for entry. Uh, you come back in in round seven. Time for this, Dan. Hello, Moto. Get us on the Motorola open line one three hundred oh one eleven seventy for the best battery life in its class. Choose Motorola, and you can send us a text on the Edgewater Homes text line oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Edgewater Completed Homes now selling in Jordan Springs and Alara Estates. Edgewaterhomes.com.au You've been having a bit of trouble with your sixes lately, Brian. I'm telling you, your time well, with the Warriors is certain, starting to come weeks. out on air now. Yeah. <laughs> you've spent, what, how many seasons? What, two seasons with the Warriors and now you... Two seasons. Now and again, I, I did get you, a you drop into the six. Kiwi accent. Zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. Learn how to do the Harker. Uh, um, many things. Haka. All right. Uh, text here now. Hello, Moto. Andrew and Brandy, you talk about sweating over the Panthers. As a Panthers fan, I'm sweating like Clive Palmer after a hot curry. My threesome. <laughs> this is our Thursday threesome. Glad there's a full stop between those two. Clive Palmer, hot curry. Uh, yeah. My threesome. <laughs> India to produce a pitch similar to the moon's surface. Into Souths to yep. win by a tooth. or. Oh. <laughs> All up into Cameron Waters winning the supercars on the weekend. There we go. The Kingswood Welder. That's a good threesome, Kingswood Welder. That's well done. That's a good threesome. That is very good. Uh, Brandy, surely Kenny plays no more than 30 to 35 minutes tonight. Um, Yeah, look, I'm not sure exactly what Ivan's got in store for the the rotation of the hookers. I I will say that one of the good things to come out of the the loss to Brisbane was the form of Sony Luke. I thought he was very good in the second half. Maybe he plays more game yeah. time tonight. Support here for uh, Jay the Bookman. Um, this from Paramat. G'day, Paramat. Good luck to the Eels this weekend. Uh, Jay the Bookman delivers yet again. I just can't get enough. Always one of the breakfast show's highlights. Yeah, so Paramat. I, I will say, Jay, Jay's off Jay. Yeah, that mm. Jay, Jay's joke today. There, there, it was obviously a Jay original. Um, he put a lot of work <laughs> into that. He, he, don't you think? It's a great song. Does he get a most improved award or something? What reptile? What if the punchline was a sh- but what if the punchline was a shit song? I don't think but because it's a good song. I'm feeling a little more up mm. because I've got the song in my head now. 
Could we play Just Can't Get Enough a little early? Just the, just the real Because a lot of people wouldn't get the gag. So if you don't know, and there'd be listers out there. Depeche who, Mode. Depeche, what? Yeah. what? It yeah. makes no sense at all. The catch line, the, the song. 80s. Well, mm. yes. So Depeche Mode, we'll, we'll, we'll get it up. Uh, Lieutenant Dan, he's working feverishly at the moment trying to do that. Uh, this one, morning chaps, I'm with you on the no contact ahead in rugby league, but won't be... Sitting at a pub on Sunday, but won't we all be sitting at a pub on Sunday, hoping Tim yeah. Zhu wins a world title, punching the you know what out of someone's head? Yes, well that's true. Yeah, that's mm. that's that is well, true. Where does boxing we spoke... stand on HRA? Well, that's right. I mean, concussion. Well, no, that's what I said. Independent doctor, the fight to be off. Yeah, uh, Vossi, can you but, read what, what what did the reptile say about Jay's joke? Was he complimentary this morning? Uh, well, what do you think? Um, it says, Probably G'day, not. Shaggers. Hey, Jay, I can put random words together too. Fart, toothpaste, lollipop, gingerbread. Um, was uh, Jay's uh, a reptiles text. Here is Depeche Mode. If you didn't know, this is the song. It's a great song. Great. See, that'll, See? that'll stand the test on. It's on my Spotify playlist. Depeche Mode's on my Spotify. Yeah. Um, so Jay's joke now has just taken on a new life. Now that you've heard the song, I, I think people that didn't understand what was going on. No. J- Jay's joke's <laughs> getting better by the moment. Here's a Thursday threesome for you. Uh, Australia to win in four days. Warriors to beat the Roosters, Saturday, 3 o'clock. Uh, where it's going to be 34 degrees, I'm told. 3 o'clock Saturday, at least 34 degrees. There's a bit of a heat element. And breakers to beat the Kings in Game 3. I think there might be okay, a little Kiwi element to that. Yeah. That's a good threesome. Uh, while we're on the Kiwi element, let's go to the Motorola open line because uh, Sparky from Kapiti Coast in New Zealand is there, bro. Hey. Hey, bro. Good morning, legends. Uh, hey, yeah, Cuz. just on the Warriors. Yeah, cuz you, bro. Um... <laughs> Uh, positives and negatives from first game. Uh, I think if you're a Warriors fan, you can take a lot of encouragement from the defence. Uh, you know, it only concede 12 points in the first game. You know that defence wins premierships. And, um, you know, there was two or three examples of uh, desperate, you know, covering tackles. Uh, you know, Ponga was over the line, destined to score. He was held up by Nickel Clockstead. There was another one in the left-hand left edge for the Knights where he was taken out. can't remember who it was, but that was a bloody good tackle. Um, yep. So that's the positives. On the negatives, and I'm keen to get your thoughts on this, Brandy, as a Warriors number 7 alumni. Now, Johnson's kicking game, nine times out of ten, he sort of puts up this midfield bomb, and it doesn't really matter from where it is on the field. Now, two times out of ten, it'll go off the side of the boot and out on the full. Another two times, it'll just go straight up in the air with no direction. But he sort of defaults to that nine times out of ten, and it's it's quite frustrating because it doesn't really matter where you are on the field. It's a little bit like, you know, uh, shot selection in cricket. Exactly. You've got to play the right, you know. And yeah. I, I'm just keen to get your thoughts because he should be watching a little bit more of Adam Reynolds' kicking game. You know, you sometimes you just got that little dink over the line into space, the, the low, flat, hard trajectory or, or the chip kick, but just at the right time, you know, not just variation for the sake of variation. But, yeah, keen I, to get I your agree. thoughts on that. How, yeah. Sparky, I agree. Sometimes, sometimes he gets the ball on the last tackle, and it's like it's 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 in automatic pilot that he just puts up the same type of kick. You'd like to see him mix it up a bit. I I, I totally agree, and I've noticed that in Sean's saying that. I thought I thought 
I thought he played pretty well. I thought he was, I thought he, he was better than I thought he was going to be because I'm I'm saying, well, you know, Sean Johnson's spot in the side is under threat this year. If he doesn't play better than he did last year, Sparky, I I can see, um, you know, I can see a change in the halves. But I thought he went all right apart from yeah his kicking. Now he should be better than that because execution wise, Sean Johnson can put the ball generally where he wants to. Every now and then, you're right, he gets a kick wrong that you think, wow, what what, what was he doing there? But, um, yeah, more variation in his kick would certainly help the team depending on where they are in the field. Like, he, I know what you're saying. It doesn't matter where they are on the field sometimes. He throws up the same sort of kick. Generally, not really a threat to the, the back three. He doesn't put them under an enormous pressure. So, yeah, maybe he needs to give a little bit more thought about his... about what type of kick he wants to put on, depending on where he is in, in the in the field. Oh, good observation from Sparky. Thank you for the call, listening to us on uh, the SEN app. Now, I don't know whether I should... Should I read this? Because it's sometimes... Google Glasgow Celtic just can't get enough. Google Glasgow Celtic just can't get enough. Hang on a I'll just type that in. So that's Glasgow better. Celtic. All right, that's... Celtic, yes. Just can't... All right, that's now let's have a listen. Now, what is it? I'll put the volume up. Now, that's good. Now, why can't rugby league? Why can't we? I noticed the Dolphins tried to bring that in a bit last week. Now, the trumpet player. Why can't we sing songs like that? Get the crowd in like that. That's very that's good. fantastic. Just, just on that Celtic take on Hearts this morning, uh, they kick off in four minutes. Now, it's Ange's 100th game in charge yeah. of Celtic uh, when they do battle today. And the uh, those Champions League matches, Vossi, kick off at 7 o'clock, and there's a stack of them. But uh, Tottenham in action, uh, also PSG. Oh, yeah, PSG, big. And, and Man City. Uh, Tim, Tim, the tool man, uh, a Thursday threesome as we go to a break. Lads, three and a half days for the test. Aussie win. Dogs to upset Melbourne Saturday night. And then my third threesome, Kings to win 10 points plus Friday night. That's from Tim, the tool man. Good on you, Tim, your tooler. Uh, it is 18 minutes to 7 in New South Wales, 18 to 6 in Queensland. Uh, the Sloss says uh, via the Edgewater Homes text line, uh, is Nico Hines not next in line for the New South Wales number 7? Nico's certainly been part of the New South Wales setup. Um, yeah, it might, it might come down to, to Mitch Moses and, and Nico Hines uh, to battle it out if there was no Nathan Cleary. Now, Michelle Bishop for Anytime Fitness. Make your own rules at Anytime Fitness. Good morning, Michelle. Good morning. Happy Thursday. Yeah. Happy Thursday. You've got to come up with a Thursday threesome um, by next hour. Yeah, I'm still we'll, working we'll give on you the, that one. We'll, yeah, yeah. We'll give you it until next hour. Now, the con- concussion Tough. debate continues. Uh, Roosters being urged to rest Victor Radley for this round. Yeah, guys, a, a US concussion expert, uh, Chris Nowinski, is actually one of the world's most influential figures in the area of sport concussion. He's actually taken to social media to suggest that Victor Radley should sit out at least the next two weeks to recover from that latest head knock. And look, as I say, he's not some random that's putting his uh, opinion out there on social media. He's been a, a big part of the establishment of the Australian Brain Bank through his Concussion Legacy Foundation. And I, I think I'm pretty sure you guys would have seen it. It's um, the Brain Bank. It's where things get real. It's, um, it's a place that I think everybody should go and visit. Uh, he says Radley should be given extra time to recover. Um, that knock against the Dolphins where he failed his HIA. And he's actually compared Radley now to NFL star Tua Tonga Vailoa. 
Now, I'm not sure if you guys are across this, but uh, he actually well, didn't change the rules as in put them in concrete, but there's now a median number of days that NFL stars uh, stay or players stay off uh, uh, the gra- the ground, and that's nine days in the NFL. So it's certainly not the uh, the turnarounds we're seeing here. And I just have to put it out there that I was really surprised to see that the Roosters did name Victor to play uh, against the Warriors because they have been one of the more vigilant clubs given their history, and they certainly you know didn't hold back. They were strong enough to allow likes of Boyd Cordner and Jake Friend to retire as a result. So it was an interesting one for me to see this week. That's for sure. Yeah, well, I, I well, can understand well, them naming him and then and then having hmm. him go through yeah. the the concussion protocols. And if he gets through the protocols, well, uh, he plays. At the moment, we don't have a mandatory stand down, um, so hmm. I guess they're doing what other clubs would do too. Um, they'd name that player and just see uh, because he has the time if he can get through the protocols and and pass pass himself fit. So um, yeah, you know. We'll just see how, how Victor goes with that and whether he does line up on Saturday. Now, the next one, uh, Blake Ferguson, this is one, and, and I have real problems with this. This is, this is a real sticking point with me. Um, Blake Ferguson accuses the NRL of not doing the right thing by him in relation to a long-term injury. So what, not stumping up some cash for him to get some post-career surgery? This, he, he left yeah, the guys. NRL, did he not? Michelle, yeah, run so us through we'll... the timeline of Blake Ferguson. Well, we've witnessed, I guess, a long and drawn-out CBA, well, the negotiations for that. And one of the areas in particular was um, the RLPA were trying to have a fund sort of sorted for uh, players who've retired and are battling injuries. This is a very small example and obviously we'll have some exceptions. So Blake Ferguson has taken to social media last night. He's put a picture of his broken nose up there and he is claiming he's been denied any help, uh, financial help to cover medical costs associated with the repair. It isn't an average broken nose, guys. He's, it's a shocker. Eight times he's got uh, some trouble breathing. He has some trouble uh, with taste and it's a little more complex than just a broken nose. Obviously quite expensive. He says after after 15 years in the NRL system, 249 games, four grand finals, seven games for Australia, nine for the Blues, he can't get an ounce of financial help. And to my, my surprise, players have actually jumped to his defence. Uh, we've had Andrew Fafida, Josh Adokart, Latrell Mitchell um, sort of say, hey, what's doing? Uh, basically, he, it's because he played over in the lit for Lee Centurions in the Super League. He also had a stint in Japan as where he's, uh, he's claiming he's being denied. Um, well, Stid, Sandor Stid Earls Japan, jumped he got arrested, on. Never played a game. He got arrested and, Sand, and spent time Sandor, in the. Sandor Earls been uh, quoted as saying, a "Rally uh, for our Fergo." Well, my suggestion this morning is, well, why don't the players do their own GoFundMe page <laughs> if they feel well, yeah, so strongly I, about it? It's not so mm. silly. I mean, yeah. but, but, but hang I, on, Blake. If that was so important to you, why didn't you get it done before you went and copped the coin in Japan? Before you went and copped the coin in England? No, I, I have. I can't empath. I have no empathy in this situation. I can't. I can't. I can't see yeah. why the game well, has to fund Blake Ferguson. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm torn on it, Bossy, because um, other sports do. Other sports do, and and I'm, I'm just looking at what the AFL did. Uh, the AFL set up a, a lifetime healthcare program uh, from their last CBA, and uh, that covers um, operations, uh, particularly with your joint operations and dental procedures. Now, the clubs look after the AFL players 18 months post them retiring. Then mm. the then the CBA covers them for medical help throughout their lives. Um, so 12 months does seem short. 
Now, if you if you played like Blake Ferguson, 15 years yes. in the NRL, you go across and you play a year of Super League, so that counts you out for any medical uh, funding you can but, but you can get off the game. I, I think that's a bit hard. Why, why I, can't he have his own I, health cover? Like the rest of us, like in the real world, the rest of us. If this was a technicality in court, you'd have to say that he broke his nose far more often in the NRL and had all those issues in the L. He suffered them here mm. and not overseas. So, yep, I get it. It's I, a, I, th- I think there should back. be some assistance. I, I really do. All I, right. I think there should well, be some. Yeah. I know it doesn't have to be the whole lot, but some. We'll chat about it more later in the show. Michelle Bishop for Anytime Fitness. You're welcome to Anytime Fitness, no matter who you are or what your goals. Yeah, right across the SEN network, broadcasting out of 11.70am in Sydney, but through Queensland for this first hour. You'll be joining Patton Hills uh, shortly. Uh, I was just thinking during that ad break, yeah, the Motorola open line, uh, since we had mm. Motorola come on board as a sponsor, Hello Moto, we haven't yep. had Gareth Newtown. It makes me sad. Um, well, Gary I, was such an important part of the program. I miss him. I know we had fun with him and we used to cut him off and that, but I now find myself at a stage of life where I'm missing Gary. I'm missing the Be wisdom. careful what you wish for, Andrew. But um, yeah. I, I, I agree. Gary? I think we need a feel for the game type call. Yeah. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Gary, Can where you are you? Gary? Come back. Um, Ian uh, Healy is doing the Queensland Brekkie show live from India. Uh, Brandy, ahead of the right. fourth test. He's up at 2 a.m. Indian time to do the show. Heels. When do we get oh, a junket? Heels will love that. <laughs> when are we getting a junket? We got, we got one morning at the golf down at Concord. It's the only, it's the only show we've done. It was, a good, hey, hey, it was a good morning, bud. Oh, it was. Yeah, a good morning. Yeah, it was very good. Yeah. Yep. Got <sighs> news coming up. Yeah, we have. I'll oh, just a text before the news. Brandy Vossi, when is Cooper Cronk planning to fix his nose? Perhaps Blake and Cooper could negotiate a two-for-one offer. Uh, regards, go the dogs. Um, this is a text. And this I haven't one, noticed. Has Cooper got a crooked nose? Oh, a little bit. And Michelle's flip-flopping. Vossi off the bit. Brandy, calm them down. So you're the voice of reason here this yeah. morning. I'll rein them in. I'll rein them in. Breakfast with Vossi and Brandy. We're going to talk more concussion later in the program. Stay with us.
Vossi and Brandy here. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. Don't forget, you can listen live to the show every weekday morning from 6 till 9. Tune in through 11.70am in Sydney or anywhere in the world through the SEN app.